Jeffries, author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest, host of the Donald Jeffries Show, Billy Ray Valentine, Billy Ray Valentine, host of the Infinite Fringe podcast, researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York, Tony Arterburn, Tony Arterburn, radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What's going on? How's everybody doing today? This is America Unplugged. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, Mecca G, you know the deal. Doing our thing here, yet another week. Thank the Lord, right? At this point, I mean, we should always be thanking the Lord, but at this point, right? It's like, if you're not thanking the Lord, I don't know what to tell you. Thank the Lord that we're here yet another week, man, because things are spiraling out of control. There are people all over the place hitting me up on a daily basis talking about Armageddon now. Like, it's time. You know, the, the rapture is coming. Like, it is, the the horsemen are riding on earth at this point like it's biblical prophecy is unfolding in front of our eyes you know i would venture to say that if we think it's happening it's probably not but then again at this point what the hell do i know right and what what does anybody know so at this point like it it's just such a such it's it's like the worst it's it's the worst possible situation (laughs) no it's not the worst it could get worse than this you know but right now it's like we're looking at the door or, or we're looking over, you know, the, the volcano and seeing how, how deep and how hot it goes. You know, it's like, damn, that's not good. But uh, we haven't fallen yet. At least I don't think so. Mr. Joe Biden went over to Palestine, sir, to Israel, I should say. I'm very sorry. He went over to Israel, Tony Arterburn. He went first wartime president to ever do it. I want to see the people start, start making the memes of Joe Biden. Of, of being like the big, like tough guy, you know, how they put Trump with the muscle body or whatever walking around. Like he's what I want to see people start doing that with Joe walking into a war zone, a real American hero. <laughs> people are going to think I'm serious now. So, so let me, I am not, I mean, if you want to make the memes, go ahead. I mean, it's, it's as ridiculous with Trump, but I'm not serious about this. Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What is going on, sir? Pleasure to see you. What's going on? Well, it's good to see you, Billy. It's good to see Don, uh, the official uh, analysis show of the apocalypse. <laughs> I think I think something Mao Zedong said, it's always dark is just before it turns pitch black. So we'll try to keep that. <laughs> and of course, the, the legendary Don Jeffries. How are you doing, sir, in the apocalypse? What's going on? Well, we're good. It's, you know, it's it's strange. Uh, you know, we got these strange bedfellows because I'm, I'm trying to adjust to my new compadres, uh, the squad, Rashida Tlaib and uh, Greta Thunberg. Uh, People like this, people I've you know, been in strong opposition to, but uh, they're the only one with a public platform that's, uh, you know, that's uh, talking at least trying to talk a little common sense here. So let's uh, let's uh, let's hope this is as fake as all the other pronouncements. I mean, we, they keep trying to do the head bobs and the head fakes about World War Three, and they've been we, how many we've talked about it with the Ukraine for over a year, and uh, now this. I mean, admittedly, it looks scarier, but. Uh, I don't know. I, let, let's hope somehow that somehow somebody somewhere wants peace. It doesn't look like they do, but uh, all I can say is shalom. <laughs> well, here we go. Here we go. So a uh, couple of things. Uh, you know, $11 billion have been proposed. I don't know if it's gotten approved yet. 
to go over there to aid uh, Israel and the Ukraine, right? And 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 I want to talk about what's going on in Palestine, right? Some more, and I want to talk about what's going on in Israel some more. But I want you guys' thoughts on this. I I, I had guard on guard Goldsmith on two weeks ago on prime time with Billy Ray Valentine. I hope to do another one on Sunday. I know I missed last week and I can't guarantee that I'll be on this week, but I hope to do one. Um, and we spoke about the school debt thing, right? And and how I think it should be uh, forgiven. And he says that it should not be, you know, uh, and that it's illegal. And he's probably right. But that's not my frame of argument, right? I'm saying that, you know, uh, they're giving money all over the place. They give Israel $3.4 billion a year anyway. This is in addition to whatever they're giving them, right? They're giving them another $11 billion, right? How can we begin to justify this crap when we're sitting here, you know, and, and we get the scraps of, of, of the table as citizens of the United States, and we can talk about the inflation and everything that will come after it, right, after, after we get the money, and somebody has to pay for it. But we're already paying for things that we have no business paying for and that most of, them, of the American people don't want to pay for, right? We can actually invest in ourselves somehow and try to get the life rafts off of the freaking Titanic with that money. So why aren't we getting this money? There's no excuse anymore. I am sorry. There is zero excuse. If, if we're approving 11 billion, just, just like that, and you think the Republicans are going to stand up against this, wait till they get in office and some crap goes down. Donald Trump is going to, I'm going to approve $16 billion. It has to be more, <laughs> bigger and better. That, that's what's going to happen. And, 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 and no matter what, and this is why I do not subscribe to the political process. This is why I, I separate myself even from from a, a local politics, I try to separate myself from because at the, the in, in local politics, of course, you can make more of a difference. But at the top, it never changes. The empire will remain the same. The foreign policy will remain the same. Prove me wrong. You can't because it's historically proven. That's it. They, they just continue with the war machine. It is the most important thing uh, that they do. And no matter across the aisle, they reach out. They, you know, all of this nonsense that they can't elect a speaker, Hakeem Jeffries, all all of that goes out the freaking door when it comes to Israel, when it comes to the empire. Just get together here. How much money you need? Yeah, we all agree here. Just throw it at them now. But when it comes to us, the people, we're screwed. We get nothing. Our own freaking money. Okay. I'm just saying. All right, Tone, what's going on? Well, yeah, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. And that, it's all about the empire, Billy. You're, you're figuring it out. I mean, the, the money's fake. And it, it's an open question. Why do we pay income tax if you're just going to print new dollars? Right? right. Everything's fake surrounding that. So, you know, look, the aid to Israel. I remember uh, years ago, Rand Paul, in a, and I, in, a, in what seems a quaint time now, I think about 10 years ago, and I think Don will remember this. He proposed a bill that would stop foreign aid to any country that burned our flag. And, you know, its main opponent uh, was Israel. <laughs> they said, you can't do that. He said, look, mm-hmm. I want to stop these, you know, uh, Pakistan. I want to stop aid to the Palestinians. They said, no, 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 you need to fund everything. Right. So the Israeli lobby 
was actually fighting Rand Paul, trying to reach a compromise and still give them foreign aid. So um, I just want to be on the right. I oppose all foreign aid to everyone, everywhere, because that's unconstitutional. Uh, it, uh, it creates uh, entangling alliances that George Washington warned us against. It's, it's creating this environment now where we have trip wires all over the world to get us into a war, worldwide war. Um, and, and Israel doesn't need it. They have 300 atomic weapons. They have a first-rate air force and army. Um, they, uh, Israeli companies, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Don probably knows this, they own like 75% of the NASDAQ. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, just giving, yeah. and again, I know it's fake money and we just throw it around and Zelensky's got like, I mean, we're going to be hundreds of billions in this guy with this, with Ukraine and, and, and steadily losing. So I, I don't, you know, again, it's money laundering. There's always the fixes in, you know, do you see the, the defense contract stocks tilted before the attack? They're, like they're, I need to get into this on, on the Arburn radio transmission, but I've, I've been seeing reports of that, that there was some, you know, start, there's a big buy-in before the, the rockets were released, you know, in this, this new war. So, um, yeah, those in the know, again, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Uh, there's, there's people being enriched right now. Let's just hope that's, that it's a, it's a ploy to, to, you know, get the weapons contracts boosted. Uh, but I think there's something more insidious here. I don't want to be an alarmist, but you're talking about multiple faceted, uh, possibilities in this region. Um, the price of oil continues to go up. You're going to need to watch that because who benefits when this happens, right? And so there's both sides, by the way. You know, weapons contracts go up, oil goes up, Iran, windfall profits, Saudi Arabia, windfall profits. You need to look at this when you're looking at the geopolitical outcome of these uh, these tensions and kinetic warfare. So I'm against all foreign aid, Billy, but uh, I think we're in the minority. I don't think people know uh, just how deep uh, this rot goes. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous what's going on, man. And, and 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 then the hypocrisy, and I'm going to Don Jeffries right after this, the hypocrisy of this government just continues. And, and this is what I want. It doesn't freaking matter who is sitting there. Everybody's saying it's Biden, it's Biden. Yes, Biden is a piece of filth, right? But get the Republicans in, see if it makes any difference. They're supporting Israel. Israel is currently freaking uh, jailing people or in fining people that go against the narrative of what they want out. If they start supporting Palestine or at least saying, hey, there should be a ceasefire, people are getting jailed over there for it. And we talk about spreading freedom and democracy. Fuck that. <laughs> What's up, Don? Yeah, well, I think if anybody had any doubt uh, about uh, our bipartisan foreign policy, I talk about that a lot. Right. You look at a situation like this, and that's why I, I was only half joking about my new, uh, you know, my newfound friends in the squad because <laughs> I, they they are the only ones that I've heard that have said. And now, of course, they're you know being ridiculous, and they're they're really kind of pro Palestinian more than pro peace. Yes, uh, I, 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 I'm you know I'm 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 saying w w this is we we have no business there. Uh, this has been a disaster. As Tony mentioned the NASDAQ, and I've written about all the dual citizens in Congress and in the government everywhere. Uh, there's Israeli infiltration, if you will, everywhere in our country. And you're seeing people like Ben Shapiro and Mark Levin and all these people that are American Jews, I think. But uh, their dual citizenship, if they have it or not, it doesn't matter. Their loyalty is to Israel, clearly. 
they're emotional and they're foaming at the mouth. And, and I said, I, they wouldn't act that upset if the Hamas attacked Des Moines, Iowa. They wouldn't. And it's, it's obvious. So uh, this, but this is, we built this, you know, <clears throat> to, to quote uh, the great Barack Obama, we built this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for, for this is, you know, 60 or, you know, six, uh, what's eight, 80 years or whatever in the making almost um, where, you know, we decided to go all in on Israel and uh, there has been very little opposition for James Forrestal, you know, Truman's secretary of defense was the first notable critic of Israel. And he, you know, he ended up falling out of a, a window of the Bethesda Naval Hospital. So I guess you get the point. But uh, that that's what tends to happen to people when they uh, object to this. But uh, what's notable is that, you know, no one's calling for peace. And I'm very disappointed in Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, just, you know, just falling all over himself and even more disappointed in Tulsi Gabbard, who made an ass out of herself. We stand with Israel. And I asked again, other than Rashida Tlaib and uh, Ilhan Omar and Greta Thunberg, of all people, uh, I, I don't know anybody else that's not jumping up in the public eye and saying we stand with theirs. Or why must it's the same thing as we stand with Ukraine. Why do we have to stand with anybody? This is ridiculous. It's not our fight. And uh, you mentioned the 11 billion or whatever they're going to be given to Israel and Ukraine. I, you know, as I understand the constitutional process, money has to be appropriated, and it is all fake money, as Tony points out. I mean, right. if we have an absurd, you know, <clears throat> counterfeit counterfeiting operation known as the Federal Reserve, legalized counterfeiting, but uh, <clears throat> still. They go through the motions of appropriating the money, and, and except for the you know the secret budgets and the intelligence agencies, which have always been secret, and no one seems to care about. It. I don't hear anybody mentioning it. You know, but, you know, don't we have a right to know at least? I mean, if you don't tell us what we're spending it on, how much we're appropriating the CIA, the NSA, and the FBI, and so forth, but apparently we don't have the right, and nobody cares. But when you know we hear about when uh, you talked about the student loans or so, well, who's going to pay for that? And uh, we talk about um, if there's a, uh, <clears throat> you know, if somebody wants to uh, do something with the infrastructure, how are you going to pay for it? We'll have to have a new gas tax. Nobody wants that. We'll have to raise your property taxes. Nobody wants that. Why don't we have to have a new gas tax or raise property taxes for an emergency, you know, $11 billion to Israel? Where does that money come from? <laughs> how is that appropriated? Right. The same thing with Ukraine. Where was all that money appropriated? I guess they, you know, they threw it in these, uh, <clears throat> these bills. Uh, continuing resolutions, as they say, with the, the absurd, you know, unconstitutional way we do government now by the continuing resolutions. I don't even know what that means, but that's why they do it now. And uh, that's why I, I, you know, I am rooting for uh, them to not have a Speaker of the House. I hope it continues because uh, I think at the very least it messes up. They can't do as much damage. They'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll still find a way because I, I, I think the money just goes from I don't know where it comes from, but if I, I think Biden has already <clears throat> appropriated it somehow without Congress even you know, have a speaker. But uh, somehow that money will get to Israel. Nothing stops that. Just like nothing stopped the money to Ukraine. But you're right, Billy, about American citizens. You know, we have no, nobody cares. We have all these uh, homeless people living in tents and crapping on the street. And that's, you know, there's no emergency there. We don't need any emergency <laughs> declaration of funds. Where are you going to get the money from? Right. You're going to raise the gas tax again or the property tax? Uh, so people, but that's why Trump ultimately, you know, just is such a big, giant, uh, you know, uh, dictees, to be honest with you, that's what you call when, <laughs> when he when he when he talked about these yeah. great things. He was he was saying that in his own inarticulate way during his 2016 campaign. That's exactly what he was saying. America first. We do need to put America first. But now that's been demonized. If you say America first, like, what are you talking about? So, but, but Israel first, hey, there's no problem with that at all. And you have, that's the problem is that the same Congress and the same, uh, <clears throat> that is prosecuting people 
for basically saying America first and being part of the America first movement. Uh, they're fine with all these people in Congress. And I mean, you had the guy, the Republican guy that wore the Israeli military uniform in Congress. I mean, that's it's, it's unbelievable. Just imagine if uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib, I don't think the Palestinians have a military uniform because apparently they don't exist. According to Israel, they claim there is no Palestine. But if she found some Palestine military uniform and wore it to Congress, I think there'd probably be a, a big problem with that. But there was no problem with the guy wearing the Israeli, the IDF out. Uh, uniform. So I think this is, you know, we, this really illustrates the problem is that, and I, but I think that I hesitate to say, cause I, I said this at the beginning of COVID when they locked everything down, I said, I think that we've got, they've gone too far. Uh, so, but I think they have pushed the Israel thing too far. Cause I, I get the sense in the public that, uh, you know, that the, the public is overwhelmingly opposed to this pro-Israel, because basically it's it's just, it's beating the drums for war. They want us to get involved. And that's what it's about. And I, I don't think that anybody, you know, other than the Israeli firsters, the dual citizens, the Ben Shapiro's, who of course is not going to fight himself, but those are the people that basically look like they're cheering on nuclear war and they want World War III. But I, I think the public is really opposed to it. And they're going to they're going to have some clash here because they've 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 built up the squad and the Ilhan Omars and the Rashida Talibs and you saw the 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 people going into Congress and uh, protesting on on behalf of Palestine the other day and of course they're right to say they're not arresting them and they're they're insurrectionists and stuff well they never will but there's there's that clash there because obviously you can see the society is 100% behind Israel and yeah. it's infiltrated everywhere but they're also woke and the side that's ironically the side that's protesting, the only people that are protesting are the wokest people in Congress. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens because they built they you know they built up Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tully, Greta Thunberg, people like that. And now they're, you know, they're saying, no, this is, you know, we this is go, you know, Palestine's, uh, you know, Palestinians are you shouldn't be killed and you know, very reasonable things. So it'll be interesting to see. But that's we need to take care of our own home first, as, as you both pointed out. We, we've got an, uh, our entire country is collapsing. The infrastructure hasn't been touched in 60 years. We have a disparity of wealth the world has never seen before in a first world country. The bottom half of America has nothing. I pointed that in Survival of the Richest. At that time, the bottom 50% were making less than 27000 a year and have less than 1% of the collective wealth. Collectively, half of the country has less than 1%. You can't possibly have a viable economy like that. And it's gotten worse with the shutdown and the mass of extra millions of immigrants who came in with nothing that have added to that bottom. You may have 60% of the country that has nothing now. So the idea that you're going to, the people at the top are so deluded because things are going well for them that they think we just cavalier throw another 11 billion over to Israel and stuff, but we're, we're still not going to touch that infrastructure. We're not going to do anything. And, and as Billy pointed out, we can't, you know, can't get rid of the student loans or anything. We can't get rid of any debt for anybody. But, uh, you know, I guarantee if somebody, if they started something, if, if enough people in Congress, Israeli firsters, started a campaign to forgive student loans in Israel, if they have such a thing, it would get more support. I, I guarantee it would. So, uh, but so this, it's, it's, you're seeing exactly what a stranglehold Israel have on this country with with this i mean if it's not obvious now i i don't know what 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 could be i totally agreed man to totally agreed man it's it's, it's uh, really out of hand the situation in in its totality is out of hand what's going on over there uh some people have gotten up and said and said listen something needs to stop here there's a lot of people 
in um in in social media and i mean the people you know that, that's what I, I'm, I'm not talking about political pundits or people involved in government the people are standing up and saying hey uh the, there's enough of this and that's encouraging um but also then i start thinking was this designed to be that way right like what what how much of this was wargamed by these people knowing that there were going to be these reactions to it because at this point i'm of the belief that Israel let this happen. Oh yeah, that's what I believe, right? Uh, um, I, I can change my mind on it, given some some different uh, evidence, but I am of the belief that Israel allowed this to happen. So, so what is the end game, and how does this involve uh, the people of Earth, and how are we being manipulated? That's just they call crazy conspiracy theorist. That's what I'm thinking right now. Um, so I see it, I see it go go on, and and it's it's encouraging to see a lot of people say pump your brakes. This is getting crazy because it absolutely is. Regardless, even if we're being mind controlled or not, it's crazy what's going on over there. Um, they're talking about completely leveling that place. Luckily, uh, uh, um, you know, they're, they've waited. Biden went over there, so they stopped for a little bit because they don't want to do it while he's there, you know, and, and they're trying to get some of these people out. I mean, I, I, I just it just sounds like murder. That's what it sounds like to me. We're going to go in there and we're going to shoot fish in a barrel and no one's going to do a damn thing about it. And not only that, you're going to give us the money to do it. Some gangster shit. Yeah. You know? and, that, and, and that's what the, this, this is the problem is people ignore the way Israel was born. And they just say, well, you know, Israel has a right to exist. Everybody has a right to exist. All people have a right to exist. But do you have a right to exist there where other people were living? That's the question. And, and, and the fact that we, we took their, however, if you talk about taking the Indians land, I mean, for the most part, the settlers were, were trying to, there's a lot of open territory back then. They just ran into conflict with them. But, uh, you know, th this is something modern times. Uh, and now the, and they, they try to demonize the Palestinians by saying, I, I run into, especially the Christian Zionists, oh, there was no such thing as Palestine. I, I can show maps and say, why does this say Palestine on the map there? Why do these maps say Palestine? What was that? Well, it was run by Turkey. So they're basically demeaning <laughs> them to they weren't, they weren't human. They're not human beings. And as you point out, Billy, this is, you know, we have been supporting this forever and we keep excusing what Israel's done. They have killed, we don't know how many, I mean, yes, it's terrible that, that, that again, assuming it's as presented to us and I'm very skeptical of, uh, of terrorists floating in on, you know, <laughs> hand gliders. It seems like a very unsneaky way to come in and a way to get ca caught pretty quickly. But, uh, sure. It, but regardless, whoever, obviously people can kill it at a concert. That's terrible. Right. But you have to view it in context of uh, what has happened for all these years, the decades, how many Palestinians have become, how many Rachel Corey, the American citizen that was plowed over by an American uh, Israeli bulldozer while she was trying to block uh, them uh, bulldozing a house, which they do all have done for, again, decades. They just bulldoze people residences to make room for uh, settlements or whatever, kibbutzes or, you know, for, for Israel or American Jews basically to go over there. It's, it's disgraceful. And you can't, you can't, and then to bomb the hospitals and have, I saw some guy, I forget his name, but I saw him on uh, RT. And if you watch that, I, I should try to find the, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but it was, um, he looked like maybe he was a middle Eastern guy with an English accent, but he was working on RT, but he was very, very much better than our journalist. And he was trying to talk to this absolute lunatic who was an Israeli politician. This guy was uh, screaming and foaming at the mouth and 
basically saying we need to wipe everybody out. And you're, he's basically pointing his finger saying, we're coming after you next to Russia. And uh, this is, this is a representative in their body. And if you see the, the most, the most pro Zionist people and the way you see it with Ben Shapiro, yeah. that guy's completely unhinged and he's not even in Israel. Right. I mean, so, so this is what you're dealing with. And just imagine being over there and being a Palestinian, having your land stolen and, and knowing that the, the great, bastion of freedom america is paying for this we're paying for this stuff i mean why why are we paying to to do these things and then okay it's terrible that something if if whatever happened to the israelis uh, civilians is awful so all all civilians being killed going back to general sherman you know killing uh, all the uh, raping southerners it's always wrong but you have to view it in context of what's been going on there these people are desperate and they've uh, been their, their land has been taken from them. They, and they, I, I've seen them say because they say, where are they supposed to go? Well, yeah, none of the none of the Arab countries want them either. They won't take them in. So, OK, you're saying they won't take them in. So where are they supposed to live? Don't people have a right to exist? Sounds very Don't, familiar to me, too. What what other, you know, uh, uh, people were, were shuffled from country to country and nobody wanted to take them in? Isn't, isn't, it's, not, it's, it's not, not incredibly familiar. Isn't that ironic? Yes. And, and, and on top of that, Don, uh, and then I'm going to go to Tony. Like you said something, you know, that 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 I think we need to shine a light on and put some perspective on. Right. Like it's. Uh, yeah, it was Palestinian land. Right. And and uh, and it, it was stolen. Right. Um, generations ago at this point. The people that live in Israel now, that's their home. Yeah, that that is, that is their home, right? And so, so who who um who suffers here? It's the people. Those people had nothing to do with any of this, but that is their home. It's like here in America, we stole this land. KRS One said there could never really be justice on stolen land. He said that one time. It stays in my mind forever and ever yes, and ever. Yes, yes, and he's absolutely right. But we live here now. And, and and Tony and Don and myself and everybody in the chat who lives in the United States, we had nothing to do with that. Right. Right. So we live here now. So let's let's place that same uh, uh, rationale to the Israel situation. They we, we need to come up. Yeah, it's the Palestinians land r- rightfully. Right. And they, they should have uh, their own sovereign land aside from all of this. But you can't. Move the Israelis out. There needs to be there needs to be a, a, a rational, logical, uh, uh, common sense solution to this. And and I think uh, for a long time uh, and, and it continues. You know, people are irrational and 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 emotional about this, and and that's why we end up where we end up. But it's always the people that suffer. And and when we put our faith on 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 these government entities to to try to dig us out of these situations, we are always setting us ourselves up for failure. Always, always, they will never do it. It just won't happen. We need to support each other. We need to support ourselves and figure this out. All right, Tony, go ahead. Yeah, it's always the people that are the victims of of governments and uh, the politicos. And you talk about stolen land and you know look at the american southwest that's always uh, shown as stolen land well it's different circumstances i mean in the modern era you know you would create something called an artificial state the soviet union was an artificial state um israel could be argued to to have been formed as an artificial state because it's not really formed by demographics or or long-standing immigration or anything like that it's it's a very unique 
uh, circumstance. We look at Texas. I mean, I'm here in, in Denison, Texas right now. Texas, you know, in the beginning of the Texas Revolution in the 1830s, the settlers, because of immigration, Mexico invited Anglo settlers uh, from the United States and elsewhere to colonize uh, Texas. They outnumbered the the Mexican troops here 10 to 1. Like they only had like an outpost of Mexican soldiers in Texas. So the, you know, the immigrants, right? That, that's what happened back in the 1830s. It was immigrants who formed a country and we're starting to see a, a demographic shift here uh, in the United States, and we'll see where that goes. You know, I hope it's a, a peaceful balkanization, but demography is destiny. I remember something that uh, I read in Pat Buchanan's book, uh, The Death of the West, and he was he worked for Richard Nixon, and he was friends with Richard Nixon. Of course, Nixon saved Israel uh, 50 years ago in the Yom Kippur War. Uh, they were almost overrun. I don't think people realize how close Israel came to falling because of the you know other nation states that surrounded in Egypt and and other hostile Syria, they were backed by the Soviets and and Nixon. They called him up and he was uh, drunk. He said, "I'll just drop the big one on you." Like he's gonna <laughs> he, he, he threatened nuclear warfare on anybody that was gonna if Israel was gonna start falling. But you know what he said years later? Uh, Buchanan asked him about what's uh, Israel's future, and uh, Nixon asked him. He said, "You mean in the long run?" And, and Buchanan said, yeah, in the long run. And he said that Nixon stuck his arm out like a Roman emperor and did a big thumbs down. And that's because of demography. It's because of all of the surrounding nations and all the hatred that's built up and all of the out that outpopulating everything around them. They're a very small, small country. And I think if you stay, it, look, we're an analysis show. And I think Israel has a right to exist. I I'm neutral on most things because I don't I'm, I'm an American. I believe in the American Republic and the American experiment. I, I believe in hearth and home and traditions and history and heroes. I'm from here. I'm from Texas. I'm from the United States. I don't have a dog in another fight in a fight of another country. I don't have that. I, I, I've done my foreign wars and I got back. And one of the reasons that I'm not a Christian Zionist is because after I fought in all these foreign wars in the Middle East, I came home and I heard Christians say in church about how they thought people should be nuked. Like we should just nuke these countries yeah. around Israel. Like this is a very, when you talk about Mark Levin or Ben Shapiro, they are unhinged. There, yeah. is, an, there is an unhinged spirit to the, to the pro-Zionism that I can't stand. And by the way, I can't stand the anti-ones either. They, the anti-Zionists are, are just as annoying because you can never, ever please them. And you can never please the, the Zionists. I'm, I'm just, get, leave me alone. You know, that's right. where I'm at right now. But I am in no way, like, the re, only reason I came back really to, to Christianity in the way that I have is because of James Perloff. You know, James Perloff is a great author. He wrote Truth is a Lonely Warrior, and he wrote, and there's a chapter in that book, And uh, I, I just I just I think that where we are, it's, it's delusional, um, you know, as an analysis show, you have to ask the bigger questions. What is happening here? Um, yeah. Anybody with a, with eyes to see is, OK, how do you get 2000 rockets over the Iron Dome? How do you get a surprise attack of paragliders and all this terror and not have this? I mean, it's uh, Mossad's first rate. I mean, they compete with us. They steal stuff yeah. from us. You know, uh, they not they didn't see this coming. I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a minute. You know, there's reports that, that Egypt warned uh, Netanyahu and others. I mean, come on. It's just like when they compare it to Pearl Harbor or 9-11, I said, yeah, because there was forewarning. I mean, yeah. Blink, they're all false said, flags. They're all false flags. It was false flags with with or Lee hops or let it happen on purpose. 
and, and again, Anthony Blinken said it's 10 911s. Biden said, hold my beer. No, it's 15 911s. Folks, <laughs> Biden says this is 15 911s. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm asking the question because we don't know. But this has nothing to do with, in my opinion, with terrorism. This is terrorism is used as a vehicle for bigger geopolitical goals. And if Hamas is a, and Hezbollah are tools of the Shia-run uh, Iran, which is the main enemy of Israel because of its its goal to seek nuclear weapons, because its massive population of 90 million, because its uh, energy resources. And again, there's, they're hostile. That's hostile right in the region. So what threatens Israel? Nation states. How do you get a wider war? You use terrorism. You leverage that. You get Iran to back Hezbollah and back Hamas militarily. You create a kinetic explosion. And that's to me, that's if, if you're Israel and you see the United States waning, the empire's dying, the, 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 the currency is, is dropping and falling apart. By the way, Israel converted many of their dollars over to the Chinese yuan. You don't okay? say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, the, you see the empire imploding. Maybe you get the last drop out of it. Maybe you get us to get into another war. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I fought in uh, Iraq and over in the Middle East, I never saw an Israeli troop. But somehow <laughs> Janet Yellen, Janet Yellen says we can afford two wars. Why does she presuppose that we will be involved in this? She already said it. There's two wars. So yeah. it's already it's already a foregone conclusion with the secretary of the Treasury, who was once the head of the Federal Reserve, which is the same thing that. <laughs> <laughs> that we're going to be in a second war. Are you people picking up on this language is what I'm asking, because this has nothing to the, the talking heads, the Shapiro's, the Mark Levins are just, just unhinged. We got to kill them all. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. That's so dangerous. That has not. But they don't. Maybe they do because maybe they want the war with Iran. This is about war with Iran, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This yeah. is about nation states. It has nothing to do with terrorism. The United States government and the Defense Department doesn't even see him as a threat. Where where was the day of rage on Friday the 13th? Yeah, Which would have been a great day. day. Jihad. <laughs> because because it, historically, if, if they and again, I if, shouldn't they have been reading their history? It was it was October the 13th, which was this you know past uh Friday. It was October the 13th, 1307, when they went after the Knights Templar, the Crusaders, you know, that was yeah. the that's why Friday the 13th is an unlucky day. I thought, wow, that that might be a and I, th I think it was the uh, anniversary of the uh, the uh, final miracle of the Lady of Fatima, I believe, too. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, they picked her. And you're right. Where was the day? But but Tony's right. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to mistake what I'm saying is I'm not suggesting that we uh, it, it may sound like I'm siding with the Palestinians because I always sympathize with the underdog. And it's pretty clear who the underdog is here. Uh, but uh, I'm not suggesting we go commit troops to fight on behalf of Palestine. We need to get out of that area. Uh -huh. We need to pull the plug on Israel. As Tony said, no more foreign aid to anybody, first and foremost, Israel, because they get the most of it. And say, so, you know what? You're on your own. You've been there for almost 80 years. You've created tons of enemies. We've got nothing positive out of it, other than the fact we've got all these American Jews here who are Israeli citizens, uh, dual citizens, and have high positions of power and whose loyalties lie to another nation and not ours. That's what we've gotten out of it. You've, you've got this subversion of our society on behalf of another mini state that we're financing. I mean, they talk about welfare. What is Israel but a giant welfare state? They exist on our money. So, you know, just that we don't give them food stamps, but uh, we, we, we give them, every, we built them up to the, I mean, the fourth most powerful military in the world. 
the side, the country's with the size of Rose, size of Rhode Island. If on their own, they would have been overrun by the Arabs very easily, very early on. They wouldn't have lasted a year probably if we had to uh, arm them to the teeth and gone to fight from. We need to stop doing this. We've created so many more enemies than we've made friends. The only friends we've had are Israel, and they're not really friends because they keep wanting more. And, you know, they, they've, uh, as Tony pointed out, of China and everything, we know that they've had Jonathan Pollard and other spies in Israel that uh, that have uh, been caught selling secrets. Who is it? Uh, uh, was it? Oh, God, I just wrote about it. Uh, there was some official that was caught uh, when he was um, – he was working for Senator Henry Jackson back in the day. I don't know why I'm his name. Yeah, and, and he was caught red-handed by the NSA selling secrets to Israel. He went on was it was it Pearl? Who was it? It was one of the, one of those guys, and he went on to have big positions in the George H.W. Uh, Bush administration. He was caught selling secrets. They, this it's we have a favored nation uh, status with them, special relationship. It's been a disaster, disaster to use Trump's word. Uh, to you know, for America, this has done nothing for the American people, and I'm glad to see people finally. And and, and again, we can thank the the uh, the, the people that uh, they've they've empowered the people of color. For once, it's coming because the people of color, well, a lot of them are you know have alliances with people you know people in that region. They don't have any sympathies for Israel. So as they gain power, maybe that'll be one good thing that'll come about, that maybe we'll have a more balanced uh, policy over there. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the left, they've got you. So we got a, a Goldilocks set of wars. The left's got Ukraine and the right's got Israel, yeah. uh, Palestine, Hamas. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and uh, they've done the calculus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Don, Don mentioned the squad and a AOC and, and uh, Rashida Tlaib. Um, and uh, that is the extreme left. That is the new left, right? Yeah. And and, and uh, they are pushing Biden hard. They are the equivalent of the Matt Gates in the far right, yeah. the Matt Gates and the Marjorie Taylor Greens. Um, they they are bulldogs, right? And whether you agree with what they say or not, they want to push their agenda at any cost. Uh, and and they they push hard, but they're still the 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 that's far left thinking, you know, um, but, but both, both the things are happening on both parties. These are real things, you know, and, and that threatened to take over the party as a whole. So it's an extreme on the right and an extreme on the left. There's no more middle ground here. At least it, that's what they're trying to do away with. And that makes for a, a recipe for disaster. Is that that's Donald Trump's favorite word? Was that what you say? Yeah, I think so. That, one of his favorites. To, to quote <laughs> Donald Trump, to this next, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, but really, I, I think it's important, and I want somebody, I, anybody in the chat. I, I can't see the YouTube chat. What's up with you guys? I, I do see the Rockfin chat. We'll get at you in just a second. Um, but but anybody that knows a, a good survivalist, uh. uh person a, a good a good prepper to come on here and I, I don't know one you know otherwise i would have one on maybe tony does I, I don't know i didn't discuss this with anybody but uh we i'd like to do a show on prepping and surviving and all of a sudden by the way uh, this is a thing again and it's it's yeah. been it, it, literally the headline and i forget where i saw it it was prepping is mainstream yeah. and that's beautiful it's a beautiful headline because it should have been mainstream from day one, right? 
regardless of of where we are and how much wealth and security we are enjoying, we should be prepped for anything, right? We should be ready and our family should be ready and we should have plans and we should have reserves and all of this. And I know some people um, are in tough positions economically. Uh, we need to get Vince Agnelli back on the show to figure things like yes. that, you know? And 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 see where we can what we can do and what uh, how we can move forward. I, I think it's a good idea, um, but but I want to get a prepper on here, you know, to talk about what we can do, you know, a, a common sense, a low cost prepping uh, that everybody can benefit from, and 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 build an alliance of sorts. We we can do. I know I know uh, Vince is is perfect for that. Yeah. Um. So so we need we really need to discuss it because. It's this is the closest, uh, in my opinion, this is the, the closest we we have come in my lifetime to World War Three. I don't see it. I didn't see it anywhere else. Chris, was, Chris, Chris Buckin says you should ask Stefan Verstappen. He's on rents all the time. He's very good about prepping. You, you know, I'm done. I've never heard his name. Chris, if uh, Chris has my email, uh, if you have this guy's contact info, get it to me. All right. Cool. Yeah. cool. All right. But, but let, let me know. Uh, let me see. Would be a good guest. Dr. Ralph LaGuardia, Angus Mustang says, Angus, hit me up about that later because you know I'm going to forget. So, <laughs> hey, Billy, if you look on the right hand side of the tab, there's a little tab that says comments. I know that you had to come in as a guest, but if you look, if you just click that, you would still be able to see it. Oh, yeah, you'll see that. I do. I can. Can I post them? Yeah, this, cool. you can. Yeah. I don't think you can post them, but I think you can, um, you can at least see them, though, YouTube. Yeah. I can't post them, but I can see them. That's very cool. Thank you, thank you, uh, Tony. I, I feel like, like I'm a part of the show again. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what you got, man? What are you thinking, man? Like th this is getting to a point where, where we really have to start thinking about this. Like COVID came around, and I know a lot of people prepped. I prepped, you know, and we we didn't really need it, you know. But that's yeah. it was good, you know. And I ate really well for about a year and a half. You know? <laughs> Cause I had a ton of stuff and I, you know, but, um, but, but, um, this is real. Not that, that, that situation wasn't real. It just wasn't as, you know, as high level as, as they made it out to be like, this can be very different. And it definitely involves the United States, man. If, if, if Hezbollah decides to pop off, man, it's been, they've been itching with war with Iran, just like, uh, like Tony said, you know, um, let's not forget Qasem Soleimani. You know, and 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 they they haven't forgotten that. Uh, let us not forget it here, um, and, and not that they need justification. You know, they're waiting for for the totaling of Palestine to act, and they're going to act. <laughs> they're, they're they're waiting for it. So we got some times ahead of us. What's up, Tom? Well, we're in a fourth turning. Dude, you know, about every eighty. Dude, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We got to get that guy on the show. I didn't, uh, apparently he wrote a new book. Uh, no, how either Strauss or Howe. There was yeah, two, the, the, two professors the in the nineteen. Right, there's yeah. one of them dead. So the, the surviving member wrote a new book uh, uh, about the fourth turning or whatever, and how a lot of it has come true. So we, we got to talk to that guy. I, I don't know his name. We got to get him on. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we're in this. No, it's not an exact science, but right. yeah, about every eighty to hundred years, the Romans called it a secularum. There's a complete upheaval and change to society, and because of technology the rest of the world is linked up together. So we're all on this giant fourth turning, you know, so 80 years ago, you had the end of world war two. Right. Uh, we dropped the first two atomic weapons. 
uh, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, Europe was in ashes. Uh, the, the, the dollar became the world's reserve currency in 1944, Breton Woods. The United States had 50% of the world's wealth and 5% of the, of the population. We were massively wealthy. We were in, con in control of the entire globe for a little while. Then there was the Cold War. So you're seeing that in that cycle is ending right now. We're in a major fourth turning. And usually it starts with currency wars, trade wars, and then actual wars and a resetting of society. Institutions have entropy. Uh, people stop trusting it. There's, I mean, they just, they, again, there's no, there's no power basis for the ruling class. They have to go more and more extreme to control. So that's what I think that's what we're seeing. I mean, it, it, how do you prepare for that? Well, it's look at the signpost. Uh, what's what's going to be the most likely outcome of the U.S. losing the world's reserve currency status as the dollar? You're going to have a major economic disaster in the United States of America. The reason that you can still use your dollar and have these clowns uh, printing trillions upon trillions upon trillions uh, every couple of years and, and throwing us into debt is because we have something called money velocity. I'm not going to get into economics, but the reason that we don't have wheelbarrows full of cash to buy a loaf of bread is because the rest of the world in large part still uses dollars, but that's cycling down. I think, you know, if you got a last ditch effort to put us into a kinetic war in the Middle East to finally bring that vision that they told Wesley Clark, General Wesley Clark uh, in 2002, about seven countries in five years. This is fourth quarter because the United States isn't going to be able to project that much power. So I think some of this could be a way to drag us into that Middle Eastern cataclysm that we I mean, we've been we've had we've met, had massive catastrophe in the Middle East with dire consequences for us already. But again, Iran still exists. Right. There's there's still there's still hostile actors to, towards Israel in the in the Middle East. You can do your own thinking, do your own research there. But there's something to it. Lots of in a four turning, you're always going to have wars, you're going to have financial collapse. You have all that. So the best thing that you can do is understand what are the you know, do the do the thinking, you know, two or three steps ahead. What happens? You know, how should should I have my savings in dollars? Should I uh, have, uh, you know, my funds in the stock market? Should I have a bug out bag? Should I? you know, try to, to, to have a little bit of acreage. I mean, not everybody can do this. Not everybody can just pick up people trying to feed their family. And we're all just, we're, we're living in this world that's controlled by psychopaths. I'm just, I'm just trying to, any idea I can throw out there because we're not in control. Even our politics are broken. We don't even have a way to voice our opposition anymore. I mean, look at the, Billy brought up something great off air the other day. It was like, if this had been the Democrats, they go lockstep on everything. They, they put a speaker in. And the Republican Party is scientifically uh, engineered to make sure that we fail. Like everything yeah. they do, they do not like to rule. They don't yeah. want, they don't want power. They don't like power. And again, you know, Jim Jordan has the best you can do, and he just failed. And it it's so sad. I mean, that's there, there's massive opposition to what. Where's that? I see no evidence of that. Where is the the people are so disconnected from this yeah. fake ruling class? And I don't think it's going to get any, that. That's dire, but I don't think it's going to get any better. Um, we're we're almost Don. You got you got thoughts? We're almost yeah. Yeah, because I, I uh, you know, and, and this is what I mean about the Republicans being this, because right now the Democrats have all the power, pretty much politically, 
And even though you can see that the Republicans control the House, but they don't really control the House, and they may end up doing the unthinkable and actually have the other party and my cousin Hakeem Jeffries, uh, you know, <laughs> long lost cousin Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, you know, finally, a Jeffries will be Speaker of the House, but uh, it's going to happen because the Republicans are that dysfunctional, but they're they're manufactured to be that way, as Tony points it out. They are the fake opposition party. I call them the Washington Generals, and now, as I understand it, not only did Matt Gates call them the Washington Generals, but so did Steve Bannon. What? So Je Jeff Rents thinks that uh, some of these guys listen to him because he has a big show and they've heard me. Because, I mean, it's, that's pretty unbelievable that two people stole my line like that because they really are the Washington Generals. They're the designated losers. If you remember the Globe of course they did, Don. Yeah, and they, they, and they, they never, they, they're incapable of winning. You, but you, the reason is because they're a fake party. Donald Trump didn't, if that was really the Republican base, then you should have seen MAGA candidates. All, all the Republicans in Congress should be MAGA people. And in fact, there's a very small minority, the Matt, the Freedom Caucus. The rest of them are typical Liz Cheney, Lindsey Graham. They're all rhinos, as they call them. They're, in other words, they're indistinguishable from Democrats. So that's why Jim Jordan or if Gates ran himself, Chip Roy or anybody that's considered to be extreme right, those Republicans are not going to vote. They will vote for Hakeem Jeffries before they do that. Because they're the generals, they're designed to lose. So uh, we we can't vote ourselves out of it. It should be obvious that they're, the Republicans are saying, oh, we're, they're all going to be primaried. Well, it doesn't matter if they're primary. The Republican Party itself is run by these people. And Trump didn't change that at all. At all. I mean, Trump was a one-man revolution to whatever degree, you know, whatever you want to call him. He didn't bring along other people. His own party opposed him, and he didn't. He have a handful of Marjorie Taylor Greene types, I guess, that got elected, maybe on you know on his coattails, but very few. And you should have seen a whole bunch of people that were like Trump, and that's why it's no answer. I hope people realize we're gonna, we're not going to be able to vote ourselves out of this, obviously. And uh, if that isn't obvious by now, I don't know what it is. Because even if we could, even if they, if you think they're counting the votes properly, who do you have to vote for? They're controlling the candidates. So, uh, you know, I know in my I can't vote that they got my uh, horrible Democratic congressman out. He's been in there forever. Most of the time he doesn't have anybody running against him. <laughs> so, I mean, how, I mean, you talk about and that people don't realize how many races are like that. And that if that doesn't say something about our so-called democracy, when people are trudging and everybody that goes to vote in an election where there's only one candidate. I mean, that you you. you <laughs> I would strip them of their citizenship because they're, they're that stupid. You're going to wasting your time to vote when there's no opposition at all. And, uh, but that's the, uh, you know, that's the problem we have there. So it's uh, fun times. We never run anything out of things to write and talk about, do we? Well, Hakeem, uh, cousin Hakeem, now that I know cousin that, Hakeem, he, that yeah. he's, that he's uh, Don <laughs> Jeffrey's cousin, let's get it. Let's get him in. And, 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 and you think Steve Bannon is listening to this? I mean, he might be listening to Jeff French, but there's a possibility that he's listening to America. Well, no, I think, he, I think what, what I thought with Gates and with Bannon both is that they have people that work for him, staff. And it's, you know, it's possible. I don't know about this show, maybe, but Rent, Rents has a big audience. So it's possible they could have listened to him. this show. Oh, no. Listen, done, done. You, you're, you're, done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Ahead. You're, you're going to say the same thing I was going to say. I don't know if I was going to say the same thing. Listen, don't don't ruin my fantasy, Dan. 
Okay. okay, they are allowed. Okay, well, it, well, it's certainly possible that there's Steve, a staffer. Steve Bannon is listening. Not, not a staffer, Steve Bannon, right? It's okay, Steve Bannon. He's, he's listening to the well, show because he wants to keep because he knows you don't like him. He's trying to Listen, win you, you over. piece of filth. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's trying to win you over. So he's like, I'll, I'll steal Stop stealing my phrase. Right. That's what I'll do. Right. Maybe exactly. he's going to start saying dope. You think he'll start saying dope all the time? Maybe you'll <laughs> know he he's listening. doing that. It's a problem. That's it. Like uh, going into the war room. Tom, Tom what are you going to say, buddy? Come on. Well, I was going to say, Don always forgets who Don is. I'm like, people know who you are, Don. I mean, it's you're Don Jeffries. I mean, people follow you. And then, yeah, you have great, great one liners. Of course, they stole it. <laughs> they stole I'm claiming they square. are. Yeah, I'm claiming they did. So that's good. Hopefully, they make some good use of it. But I mean, just... they claim bullshit all the time. We can claim it too. It's probably more true. They they, they claim a bunch of nonsense. That's that's yeah. the they don't they have original ideas. They do. Disgusting, yeah. disgusting people. Anyway, all right, we're getting up out of here. Listen, um, Jim Jordan failed miserably. He's going to keep going, apparently, and and I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. What disaster. Go gridlock. Go gridlock. Go gridlock. <laughs> <laughs> Let's vote for that. Um, uh, and and everybody stay stay up, man. Like here in New York, like I, I tell my kids all the time when they go out, like just keep keep. I mean, I always tell them this, but now even more so, like just keep your eyes open. You know, keep your eyes open. Uh, and my wife, we're traveling into the city or whatever. You know, you everybody needs to just be vigilant. Um, if you live in a big city, uh, stay up. You, you never know what's going to happen, man. And uh, so it, it, we're living in the strangest of times and the weirdest of times. But you know what? I I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Well, maybe I'd, I'd want to be in ancient Kemet, right, to see what the pyramids were all about. <laughs> that would be pretty cool to sit there and be like, oh, that's what that was designed yeah. to do. That's how they built that, right? Or or maybe see Solomon's Temple. That'd be really dope too, right? To, to be able to see those things. But otherwise, I like where I live. We're getting up out of here. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Tell him what's up. Well, you can find me at arterburn.news. And of course, the sponsor of this program is uh, my company, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. We have no minimum. As a matter of fact, I have a, uh, a membership program. If you think you can't afford precious metals, you're wrong. You go to wolfpack.gold, uh, check us out. It's a monthly membership program. Starts as low as 50 bucks a month. And we send gold and silver directly to your door automatically each month. Uh, we have also kind of special buy-ins and deals. And it supports uh, America Unplugged. So go check us out. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, plug free world, free world, Billy. I forgot. I got it. I got it. I got it, dude. What's going on, sir? Uh, you can the way to support me is at Substack. That's the only place I'm not shadow banned. DonaldJeffries.substack.com. I protest just like my show here on the same fine uh, platforms every Friday from five to seven p.m. Eastern. Please uh, give some love to Masking the Truth. They're doing everything they can to bury that book, man. They're not letting reviews get up on Amazon. People tell me they write reviews and not putting them up. So try to write them or try to at least rate it and try to suggest it to your library. Break the algorithm. A couple of libraries have rolled over, but this is, it's, it's unbelievable. They're trying to, but I, I am going to be on, and thanks to Tony Artiburn, I'm uh, maybe I'm going to get a breakthrough with InfoWars because I'm going to be on um, Owen Schroyer's show next week. Uh, he, of course, Owen Schroyer had to report to prison. It was ridiculous, but uh, I'm going to be on there with guest host Harrison Smith, who's a friend of Tony's. And uh, we had a nice conversation. So uh, hopefully I can make some inroads there. And Harrison is, uh, is great. If you watch what he's done, he's, he's definitely not following the line over at InfoWars. He is really, really, uh, criticize Israel a lot. So uh, hopefully he'll, I think he's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hit it off there, but uh, 
I have to make inroads of those places because the alt media is ignoring masking the truth. It's hard to get through them. So maybe this will make some inroads there because this should be a book they love. And uh, but again, if these platforms are not available to you, then uh, what can you do? Right, 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 right. Well, there you have it. Mr. Don Jeffries uh, doing his thing. Tony Arterburn doing his thing. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. I run a show called The Infinite Fringe. Go check it out. A um, couple of things. Freeworld.fm, I said last week, November 4th. It is actually November 3rd. Friday, November 3rd. Uh, Jimmy Jean is kicking off at midnight on a Friday, November 3rd. Um, and then uh, we we have to get a couple of more people set up. But it's it's going to be Friday, guys. That, that's when we're launching. Uh, go over there, sign up. Uh, and uh, you don't even, you don't have to sign up. But if, if you want to sign up, go ahead. You know when it's happening. So, um We'll, we'll get that out afar and wide. If there are any changes, we will let you know. But that that's what's going down right now. Um, and uh, Rockfin had, had a meeting with the people at Rockfin this week, the good people at this this fine-ass platform. And, and uh, I, I got to thank Rockfin for housing us all this time, you know, um, and and letting us say whatever the hell we want, right? And and when we came on to, to Rockfin, that was the goal it wasn't it wasn't to make money it wasn't to do anything we just didn't want to be banned on youtube right because that's what was going to happen we were going to build a, build an audience and boom it would have been gone because i, I mean it would we wouldn't have even built an audience we just would have been gone and, and and rockfin has allowed us to be able to broadcast here and say whatever we need to say um for i don't know two years now i think maybe maybe a little longer i'm, I'm not exactly sure and and they've done it for absolutely free. Um, you know, they, they don't charge us anything for it. Yeah, we had to interview to get on here, but that's about it, you know. So we, we did have a, a, a meeting with them. And uh, I want to know how many of you would be willing to subscribe to Rockfin uh, for premium content. Uh, we're we're going to start posting some premium content here in order to support Rockfin. They haven't asked a penny of us and... and uh, we 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 should we should try to to help this this uh, platform grow. Um, Tony, I'm gonna throw it to you afterwards uh, um, to 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 speak about this. So so we're gonna start uh, posting some premium content here. You you don't only get the premium content from America Unplugged, but you get everything, everything uh, Rockfin has to offer. So from any channel. So if you subscribe here, you will get to see premium content from everywhere. We would get the credit for it, of course, but you get it get to see from everywhere and you can help Rockfin grow. Um, I, I have nothing bad to say about this place, to be honest. Um, they, they've let us do this for free all this time, you know, and uh, I, I, I am nothing but grateful. God bless you, sir. Thank you. I would have said that regardless whether you sneezed or not. Uh, Tony, what's up? You got, you got something to say based on that? Oh. No, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm, I told you off air we're going to uh, start putting any of the paratruther interviews or deep research uh, shows that I do. Those will be on uh, premium, on Rockfin Premium. So if you subscribe to the America Unplugged channel, I, mean, I think when you subscribe to Rockfin, you, it's 10 bucks a month and you get everybody. You get yeah, you all get the shows, right. uh, anybody who's premium. So we're going to put paratruthers up there for at least three or four days uh, before they hit any RSS feed Ooh, and you'll have access if you want to do that. Yeah, I, think they, that? I think they raised the, the price. I thought it was 10 bucks a month. It's 15. Well, it's inflation. I mean, they don't have a choice. It's the loss of the purchasing power of the dollar. We've been talking about that for two or three years now. Um, yeah, I'm also going to put some Wise Wolf uh, research shows and interviews up there on premium. You'll see that first. 
So it's, I mean, we're, I'm going to put some stuff up, give you an incentive to go over to Rock. They have been good to us. They've been um, really good to us. And we, they have never said anything about yeah. any. And I, we, and I run, we run Don's show. We run my show. I run Paratruther and Wise Wolf over there. And it's, yeah. they've never said anything. So yeah, uh, thanks to Rockman for that. Yeah, no, th- thank you, man. I'm very grateful. And, and the people were so nice, man. So nice to me. You know, um, it was, uh, and, and they don't have to be, right? There's some, there's some big heavy hitters on this, on this, uh, on this platform, but, but they were, they were super nice to me as if I was one of them, you know, they, they, they just took care of me. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful for it. We're also going to post video versions of the infinite fringe, uh, on the premium, uh, side of this thing, if you so choose. And I know it's tough, right? So I'm just, I'm just telling you because we're trying to support uh, this platform. Um, but, um, if you can't, you can't, you know, and, and that's perfectly fine. You will get, Everything that you've gotten to this point will remain free. All of that. You know, the, the show will be free. We'll go two hours sometimes, you know, um, and uh, Tony will do his show and Don will do his show and uh, we'll, we will continue to pump that out, you know, um, and that's it. That's all we got. Um, Wayne McCroy, I saw him in the chat. I saw Mr. Chris Graves walking around doing his thing, feeling better. That's fantastic. What's up, Chris Graves? How you doing? Uh, Lenny and something or other. Lenny's in, in there. Lenny Tunes. What's going on? How you doing? Yuna or Yona is there. Mr. Colin Wysong is here. Late. What are you doing late, brother? What's going on over there? Acting like you're working, like you're doing something. Come on. Get here first like everybody else, you slacker. Uh, Tom Cooper, how you doing? Uh, there goes Wayne again. Raleigh, what's up? Any word? How you doing? What's going on? Mr. Jason Barker, Tony Cooper, I mean, Tom Cooper. In there, uh, Angus Mustang, I saw him earlier and he texted me. Thank you so much. We're going to look into that guest. Um, I don't, I can't see anybody on, on, uh, I can see some people on, on YouTube, but, but Don, if you want to get to that, that'd be dope. Yeah. Chris Graves, of course, over here, Vince Agnelli, my buddy, and I'll be eating lunch again with Vic, Vince Agnelli uh, Tuesday. It'll be my, my turn to pay. So we can always look forward to that. Sam, <laughs> Sam's Bodie's tree, a former con member, um, Admiral Adama. Damn. Uh, Harps is over here. Um, of course, Chris Buchan, who's in his element. He's he's excited about me criticizing Israel today. So I, I think I won him over. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I tell it like it is, brother. Uh, GBGN1, Felix, Alec Caraballo, of course. Uh, what else did I see? Uh, Sam Bodistry, I think I said that. Uh, Yolanda Simone. Some new names in here. Um I think that's uh, you're here because of Steve Bannon. You, you've been listening. Yeah, that's it. All these people from John John. <laughs> cool, John John. He is alive, man. See, he did fake his death. John John's here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Uh, John John said I needed to get out of New York. Cat, and, and of course, Cat Goya. Oh, what's up, Cat? How you doing? Yeah, uh, let me address that New York thing for a second. Like, yeah, yeah. You, 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 we can get trapped up here, right? And it's it's not the, the most ideal of situations, but. Um, it, it's been politicized, right? And I hear it in the alternative media all the time and it kind of gets on my nerves, right? It's like, oh, New York is falling apart at the seams. Mm-hmm. I've lived here all my life. It's always been this way. No matter who is in office, just because it is a blue state, you know, it, I mean, it's been a blue state for some time. No, actually, George Pataki was the governor during my lifetime and he was a Republican. And so, it, you know, um, it, it's always been this way. It's It's always been this way. Uh, so you come to New York and you hear the stories, right? And you're like, oh my God, this place is falling apart. And then you come here and you see a couple of rats. Guess what? There, there's, there's always been rats in New York. 
There's always been drug dealers in New York. There's always been drug users in New York. There's always been homeless people in New York. It's always been like that. It's part of the charm, okay? Come check it out. We're good people over here, man. New York is the, <laughs> New York is the greatest, man. I don't, I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I don't want to leave here. I don't. During COVID, I contemplated it and I stayed, right? Um, I, do I want to live in other places? Yeah, but I always want to have a foot here in New York because it's who I am and I love it more than anything else in the world. I just do. Um, just like any of you love where you come from because it is what it is. That's that's where I'm from. So uh, it's it's don't don't get swayed. It's one nation. It's one nation. Don't don't get swayed by by political propaganda, by political mind warfare telling you, oh, California is the pits. You know, oh, New York is the pits. It's no. I mean, it's different. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a different way of thinking, you know, but you'll see things out here and they're, and everybody, and they're good people everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you know, and, and we're, we're still the same nation. So don't, when, when you hear that New York is falling apart at the seams, it's a little bit um exaggerated, um, but people are free to think what they're going to think. Okay, let's get up out of here. Um, Tone, you have to play us out. I'm going to Don't I'm gonna run the play. place down while we're gone. Stand uh, by. I'll, stand right. by. I'll play okay. us out, my friend. Let's do it. We're gone. A Syrian girl, what's up? How you doing? What's up, Ann? How you doing? <laughs>